Why do narcissists ghost us sometimes? And what does that mean? That's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. If I were to ask you, what is the opposite of love? What would your first response be? Hate? Well, in that case, listen up. Here's the thing. It's not really hate. The opposite of love is actually indifference. And when someone ghosts you, you are experiencing indifference, or at least it feels that way. If you're not sure what ghosting is, let me just fill you in. It is basically when somebody who you care about and who you think cares about you just does the disappearing act from your life, just doesn't show up anymore. This will happen without any explanation at all. You won't get a phone call, you won't get a letter, you won't get a goodbye anything, not even a text. And here's the thing, it's not like ghosting just started happening last week. It's not a new thing. People have been doing it forever. But it previously was believed to have only been done by a certain type of person. But these days, in today's dating culture and, and today's marriage culture even, apparently about half of the people who are dating experience someone just ghosting them, just falling off the planet for them. Of course, that means that almost half of the people have ghosted someone at one time or another. Despite the fact that it's so common, the emotional effects of this are incredibly devastating, and especially for people who already have low self-esteem, which, as you know, the narcissist has worked very hard to make sure that you have low self-esteem. Am I right? So why would anyone ghost you in the first place? I mean, after all, don't you at least deserve a basic conversation explaining why this happened to you? Well, the fact of the matter is those people who do ghost, narcissists in this case, are doing so because they don't want to deal with your reaction to them saying, I'm out of here. They're avoiding their own discomfort by walking away from you and not talking about it. They aren't thinking about how it's going to make you feel and they don't really care. The fact is that this happens a lot with people who you meet online, for example, and this happens regardless of the fact that you're a narcissist or not. And what happens is because of the lack of social connections that you have here, there are also less social consequences to dropping off someone's life. And in today's climate, so to speak, what we're dealing with is a lot of people who they unfriend you on Facebook, they unfollow you on Twitter, basically they go no contact, but they do it not because you've abused them or hurt them, but because they're ready to move on and be done with you. The more it happens, the more we as a society become desensitized to it, and we're more likely to even do it to someone else. So how am I sitting up here talking about basically going no contact without being a little bit ironic? Because do I not tell you to go no contact with someone who hurts you? So what's the difference if a narcissist goes no contact? The difference is that generally you don't expect it to happen because you haven't done anything to deserve it. You've tried to follow their rules and do what they ask you to do, but at the same time, they're doing it because they can, because they don't want to mess with dealing with your feelings and your crying and your anger or whatever else you might have going on. Sometimes the narcissist just might not understand how they're feeling, and so rather than try to talk it out, they know they're done, so they walk away, they ghost. They have a fear factor that you're getting too close or too dependent. Sometimes it's just the easiest thing to do. I think what it, what it comes down to is that in our current society, we have a very toxic culture already. And I think that people sort of have permission on some levels to walk away. Now, how does this play into a relationship that is long-term? This happens. Somebody will be 
moving along, having a life with a family, and then all of a sudden, boom, their significant other disappears, drops off the planet. How do you get, how do you deal with that? How does this happen? Again, it, it seems to be related to our current culture. That's what the narcissist tells him or herself. This is what everybody does. Some people will say it feels like a punch in the gut or in the face. Some people feel insulted. There's a huge lack of closure that happens with this. I hear this from a lot of people. Eventually you can move on, but of course your self-esteem is completely pushed into the ground before that happens. In some ways, it, the worst part of it is you never get broken up with. You never get the closure. You realize that that person didn't even consider you worthy of a conversation to break up with you and let you move on in your life devastating. Why does it feel so bad to go through this? Well, I'm going to tell you something really interesting about the human brain right now. Being rejected in a dating situation or any kind of social situation, it actually activates the same part of your brain as physical pain. Isn't that interesting? The truth is that studies tell me that you can actually reduce pain, emotional pain, with Tylenol. What about that? In addition to this link, between biological pain and emotional pain, there are certain specific factors that contribute to psychological stress that happens in this case. For example, being ghosted gives you no idea how you're supposed to react. I mean, it's completely ambiguous. You don't know to be worried if something happened to this person. You don't know if they're hurt and lying in a hospital bed. You don't know if you should be angry or upset. You don't know if they're just suddenly busy. They suddenly, you know, you don't know what happened to them. And because you don't really know what happened, your brain doesn't know how to react. Being connected to other people has always been important to the human survival, you know, and you can look all this, this goes all the way back to the cave person days. In order to survive, we needed to have a group of people. We needed to have a mate. We needed to have people we were close to. Because of that, our bodies, our minds have developed a system that watches for social cues. We monitor our social environments without even knowing it, to look for the cues to tell us how to behave. Because our social cues are happening around us and we are empaths, we are very hypersensitive to those social cues, we would normally know how to behave accordingly, but because of the fact that we don't know what happened to this person when they went away from us, they ghosted us, we don't know how to act and that messes with our heads in a big way. It creates a sense of emotional distortion or dysregulation. We feel out of control. Ghosting doesn't just ask you to question the relationship that you were just in, but it also causes you to question yourself. And this is the worst part of it. You ask yourself, why didn't I see this coming? What could I have done to be a better judge of character? I was too smart to miss this one. What did I miss? What did I do to make it happen? How do I not let this happen to me again in the future? Should I just never trust anybody again? It's really one of the most basic psychological systems we have in place as human beings and it helps us to not only monitor our own standing in the world but also it, it affects our feelings of self-worth our feelings of self-esteem our ability to believe that we're worth anything in the world when we're rejected our self-esteem goes to the ground it, it drops tremendously quickly that makes us feel like we don't belong anywhere it makes us feel alone if you have experienced ghosting especially if you've experienced it more than once, this is something that is intrinsically connected to your own personal psychological self. It might take you longer to get through this than it would someone who had higher self-esteem because you're gonna have less of those connections like we've talked about before. The neurotransmitters aren't gonna be connecting like they should be. You have n less of the natural opioid painkiller stuff released in your brain, see? And after a rejection, this plummets and especially for people who have lower self-esteem it's incredibly painful and like we talked about earlier the narcissist has worked really hard to make sure your self-esteem is 
um, on the ground. Ghosting is like the silent treatment on steroids, okay? And psychiatrists, psychologists, mental health professionals, they're gonna tell you that this is like the ultimate form of emotional cruelty. It basically leaves you powerless and gives you no closure, you can't ask questions, you can't find out what was going on, you can't get any sort of information that would help you to process this experience effectively on an emotional level. It stops you from being able to react in any healthy way at all, and it prevents you from expressing yourself, your emotions, from being heard. It's really important that you can do that in order to maintain self-esteem. So what are you supposed to do to get through this mess? I mean, the fact is that regardless of what the narcissist intended to do, they ghost you because they're being passive aggressive. Whether they know it or not, they're going to leave psychological scars on you from doing this. And I'd, I think it's very important to note that obviously they don't really care if they leave scars on you. They just want to make sure that whenever they're ready, they can come hopping back into your life. And that might be part of the reason they ghost. I once had a narcissist ghost on me and he spent a holiday and several days around the holiday away from me and then showed back up in the middle of the night at my house and was very upset that I wasn't sitting there waiting for him and made up a big lie story about how he had been arrested and all this other stuff. Of course, I never saw any proof of that stuff. So how do you move forward? What do you do next? The first thing you have to remember is that when someone does ghost you, it literally says not one thing about you personally. It has nothing to do with who you are. It has nothing to do with how lovable you are. The fact is you're lovable, my friend. You're worthy. And even though it feels like somebody walking away from you like that means you're worth nothing, that's not true. It really says a lot about the person who did the ghosting. It says a lot about the narcissist in your life. It shows they don't have the courage they need to deal with the issue of walking away. And I think it's more than courage. It's gumption. It's They don't want to deal with the discomfort of saying goodbye to you. They don't want to give you the opportunity to say goodbye to them or to say your truth to them. Either they don't understand it or they just don't give a damn. In either case, you're left hanging, wondering what to do, right? But what it all comes down to is that their message is, I don't have what it takes to be a real live grown-up. I'm not mature. I'm not responsible. I don't care how you feel. But here's my thing. If somebody ghosts you, I would consider it an opportunity, especially if that person is a narcissist, an opportunity to take back your life and start doing things the way you want to do them. I know it's painful and I know you're sitting here going, what the hell are you talking about, Ange? But I'm telling you right now, if you are ghosted by a narcissist, I want you to change your mind. I want you to consider it a blessing. Think about all the people who are still fighting to get away from a narcissist for 30 years, 40 years, and they're still stuck there because the narcissist keeps them in that little ball. If you've been ghosted, I want you to look at this as an opportunity and a gift. I want you to block the narcissist. I want you to proactively become no contact. I don't want you to tolerate one bit of this from anybody. I want you to use it as an opportunity to move forward and away from the narcissist. Even if you know they're coming back in three or four days, don't tolerate it. This is unacceptable behavior for anyone in a relationship. The bottom line is that you don't want to allow this narcissist to rob you of your self-esteem or of a better future. And by them walking away from you, you have this, like I said, opportunity to start your life again to create the life that you want for yourself and who knows in the future you may just find yourself in a better happier healthier relationship and isn't that what you really want even if you don't want to be in another relationship maybe you just want to be in a relationship with yourself and that's okay too know that i want you to keep focus on the fact that you deserve to be happy i want you to focus on what makes you happy do the things that make you happy i want you to know that being with someone who treats you with love and respect is worth the wait and the trouble 
I want you to know that even if you're the person who treats you with love and respect, and you should be one of those people, it's enough. It's enough to not have to put up with the abuse and the constant oppression of your creativity and your excitement and your happiness in your life. Whether you want someone else or you just want to be happy by yourself, know if you are ghosted by a narcissist that they did you a favor. Something better is coming your way, maybe someone better, as long as you keep your heart open and you stay focused on moving forward. And sometimes, maybe the someone better who's coming to you is your real self that has been oppressed by this narcissist for so many years. Keep your chin up and know that it does get better, it will get better. Keep yourself focused on self-love self-worth and deserving the future look to create manifest and build a future that looks healthy and happy for yourself decide how you want your life to be and start focusing on that this ghoster whether you're with them for 10 minutes 10 years 50 years they're not worth your time my friend you deserve better and the, the ghosting was never about you. This brings me to the question of the day. The question of the day is, have you been ghosted before? And if you have, what did that feel like to you? What did it look like? And how did you get through it? Share your thoughts and your experiences in the comments below. And let's have a good discussion about it. Remember, you might actually help save another survivor's life, or at least let them know that they aren't alone in this situation if you're willing to share your experiences below. Let's talk about it. All right, that's all I've got for you right now. Thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.